Welcome to Whitestone Podcast from the Whitestone Forum. This podcast is for business and nonprofit leaders like you and me, specifically designed around building, polishing, and leveraging our competencies. Each episode will provide a lens through which ever-growing citizens of God's kingdom can think about very effectively impacting every one of their organizations. For Whitestone Podcast, I'm Kevin Miller. Let's get started right off the bat with another podcast installment focused on finance. A phenomenal working principle in the Bible is that of increase. Trees growing from one solitary seed can ultimately bear many pieces of fruit over and over again in many seasons year after year. A kernel of corn grows into a plant that yields many ears of corn in just one season. And each of those ears of corn has hundreds of kernels. That's increase. Of course, we recall that Jesus taught this principle in the parable of the talents. We as believers are to take what we are entrusted with and work to make it increase. Remember those three stewards in that story? Two of those stewards rightly yielded increased results. But one wrongly buried the entrusted resource in the ground and yielded nothing in increase at all. That's stewardship for better and for worse. And we know that God expects the church to increase. In fact, on the very first day of the church, Holy Spirit came down on 120 faithful believers. Peter spoke and explained the way of the kingdom. And then thousands of believers were instantaneously added. Now that's increase from just 120 to several thousands right then, right there, stirred by the joint intertwined action of God and believers. Now let's take a closer look at one of the classic universal financial principles of increase. The finance concept for both personal and organizational finance that's called the time value of money. Here's the essence of the idea. The unit of money that you have now, say $1, for example, is worth more than a dollar in the future because that present dollar has potential earning capacity. That's because that $1 can earn interest over the next period of time where it will then be worth more than a dollar. That's increase. The time value of money assumes that people are going to put their money to work to yield results as a good steward of the money they are entrusted with. That's the important core mindset for all of finance. As stewards, we put the resources we are entrusted with to work. Seasons matter in our thinking here too, just like seasons matter for corn and fruit trees. So, in finance, we often think in terms of years. For example, we may ask our friend Joe how much one of his assets increased in value during the past year. Like, how much did Joe's million dollars increase to? If Joe now has a million and eighty thousand dollars, then he enjoyed an eight percent increase. Now, this increase of eighty thousand dollars itself can go to work for the next year. 
Joe's original $1 million is working to earn increase, but the newly earned $80,000 is working to earn increase too. This process is called compounding. And if Joe can increase his assets by 8% every year, he will just about have doubled his $1 million to $2 million in just nine years. That calculation is an application of what finance experts call the rule of 72, which can be used to roughly estimate what it takes to double an original investment. Actually, it's just how the underlying math works, and I know we're not all math experts. But if you put 72 in the numerator and have the annual interest rate of 8% as the denominator in a simple division calculation, then that 72 divided by 8 equals 9 years as an estimate for your original investment to double. That's right, you double your original investment in about 9 years when you're earning 8% interest, growing your million-dollar investment into $2 million. And you should take note, in this calculation, the interest you're earning each year is added to your investment, creating a new base amount for calculating the interest you make the next year and the year after that. That's a very important idea because the original investment provides interest the first year and that newly earned interest is also put to work to earn yet more interest. To really make this easy, let's go back to the increase idea. When a tree produces fruit, then the seed of that fruit is planted and another tree grows, producing more fruit of its own, so that the original tree is like the grandfather of the second generation of fruit. Same with the corn. The original corn stalk yields corn, and some of those corn kernels are then planted and yield yet more corn, kind of making the original corn stalk the grandfather. You get the idea. Likewise, your human grandparents. If your grandparents had five kids and those five kids each had five more kids, then your grandparents would be enjoying a type of compounding of their family, a compounding that's evident at the next Christmas celebration. 30 people, five kids, and 25 grandkids, even though it was their children, not them, who actually produced the 25 grandkids. Likewise, Kingdom increase. Our work in making disciples can often seem slow going. Jesus selected just 12 men and chose to personally invest in them for about three years. It sure didn't look like lots of growth was happening, but Jesus' initial investment in Peter meant that Peter's message at Pentecost by the power of the Holy Spirit immediately multiplied the church by adding 3,000 to the 120 gathered. Let's look at another discipleship example, Paul investing in Timothy. In 2 Timothy 2.2, we see Paul instruct Timothy, quote, What you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses, entrust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also. Did you catch the compounding effect across four generations in that verse? Paul instructs Timothy, then Timothy instructs that to faithful men. Then those faithful men teach others also. That's compounding discipleship happening for Paul, just for his wise investment in one man. Well then, how about the compounding of money? 
You start with an original amount, and if that amount is invested in the right effort and direction, that original money will grow into a much larger sum of money. For example, remember when our $1 million invested at 8% annually became $2 million in about nine years? Well, if that $2 million remains invested at 8% annually for just another 36 years, the total will be about $32 million. That's compounding, and that's the time value of money. Wow, that's great stewardship too. Stewardship that is operating under the finance principle of the time value of money. So, the key challenge is to find the right investment for our assets. In the modern era, there are many opportunities available as possible alternatives. Savings accounts, bonds, stocks, and real estate are all examples, but each type of investment carries a different risk profile. As we talked about before in a previous podcast, the general rule is this, the more the risk, the higher the possible increase or return. But the companion corollary is this, the more risk, the higher the possibility that you not only don't get any increase, yes, you might even lose some or all of your original investment. But one thing's for sure, whether you're talking about the fruit from a tree or the increased earn from your investments, if you consume all of what your investment yielded this season, then you are strictly limiting yourself to what your original investment can yield again this next year. For example, if you eat every kernel of corn that your corn plant yielded, then you won't have any seed corn for the next season. If you eat all the apples from your apple tree this year and next year and the year after that and don't plant more apple seeds, you can only harvest apples from the original tree. And if you selfishly consume all the grace God provides you each year and don't bother to proclaim the gospel of grace, that is actually unlimited and freely available to whoever calls upon the name of Jesus, well then, you kind of missed the point of the unbounded kingdom increase we are empowered to represent. Yes, the Apostle Paul said in Acts 20, 24, that he was compelled, quote, to testify to the gospel of the grace of God, unquote. In short, we are simply missing out on the power of compounding if we choose not to reinvest those resources available from the bounty of our harvests, whether that relates to money or things of the Spirit. The amazing takeaway of it all, we are to be great stewards with the aid of the Holy Spirit, prudently selecting from among all our options, whether those are money options or spiritual actions and do so during each season amidst the challenges and opportunities that particular season brings. Rightly doing stewardship means we completely understand the critical time dimension and the compounding of investments. So, taking the long view, just how are your money and your spiritual portfolios doing? Thank you for listening to Whitestone Podcast. Visit our website, whitestone.org, for more real-world equipping. 
There you'll find uncommon video teachings, application and action questions for this podcast episode, and more. Also, check out our unique downloadable resources for group meetups. That's whitestone.org. I'm Kevin Miller.